So what you're saying is they've got you. <laughs> I thought I'd read your favorite Cairo okay. 7 TV promo for you. That's our resident historian, Felix Benelli, joins us every Friday morning for All Over the Map. And this week, wow, local underwater explorers revealed they've identified the wreck of a ship that went down in a deadly tragedy on Elliott Bay 117 years ago this weekend, and you got to see it. Yeah, it was Tuesday, November 18th, 1906, 117 years ago tomorrow, when one of the Mosquito Fleet, the SS Dix, one of those wooden steamboats that were the backbone of transportation around here before highways and bridges, it left downtown Seattle, headed west on a 40-minute trip to Port Blakely over on Bainbridge Island. The captain went below to collect tickets, left an unlicensed crew member at the helm. Unclear exactly why it happened the way it did, but a big three-masted wooden steamer full of iron ore called the Genie came into view, and the dicks didn't turn out of the way, and it struck it, and it sank, rolled over on its side, sank very quickly. As many as 39 passengers were trapped on the lower deck, went down with it, and mostly women and children. Oh, no. It's a huge tragedy. The big news is that the wreck of the SS Dix has been identified in Elliott Bay, north of Alki. The wreck, which is about 100 feet long, is sitting upright on the bottom in 600 feet of water. I went out yesterday on the Sea Blazer to have a look via sonar and video from an ROV, and it was pretty amazing. Now, this particular wreck was first located about 15 years ago, but it was unidentified and misidentified a few times over the years. It's so deep, it's not the kind of thing that recreational divers can regularly visit. It takes special equipment to survey. The guys who figured it out are Jeff Hummel and Matt McCauley. You may remember that they're the same two guys who last year located the 1875 wreck of the Pacific that we've talked about a few times. These are the guys who, when they were teenagers 40 years ago, were pulling Navy bombers off the bottom of Lake Washington with ropes and their little um, you know, recreational boats and everything. Wow. Jeff Hummel is CEO now of the exploration company called Rockfish. He said yesterday that the aha moment came in 2015. The vessel has a canoe stern, which comes to a point, and so it looks like a bow. So everyone thought that that stern was actually the bow. And so when you would compare it to the photos, nothing lines up until you flip it around and you realize that the front, which is kind of the bow, which is kind of crushed a little bit, is what people are calling the stern. And when you do that, you flip it around, then you see that all of the the features in the photo, you know, the major structural items all line up perfectly, and it is the dicks. Yeah, so they used the wreck to test their gear before they head out to Cape Flattery to the wreck of the Pacific, and they've examined it many times before. Still, even so, on Thursday, Jeff noticed something he hadn't seen before. Today, uh, one of the conclusions I had is that the large structure that we see at the front actually might be the boiler, um, because the boiler doesn't appear to be where it should be. And so I could see if the vessel was going down, you know, at a very steep angle, that the boiler could, you know, set set itself free and, and, you know, damage the front part of the boat. So that's something I'd, you know, like to investigate further. And they've kept their findings a secret since 2015. They don't want to do anything other than create a detailed photo survey of the wreck, and they want to work with the state legislature to create some way to protect it in perpetuity so it won't be looted. I mean, it is, it is a gravesite for as many as 39 or 40 people. I've got pictures from yesterday and videos at my Facebook page. It was like very Jacques Cousteau, you know, out there on the boat. And like there was, you know, people drinking coffee and stuff and like kind of salty maritime guys marching back and forth and telling me to get out of the way and everything. It was very cool. Um, Last cool item about this. Jeff is headed to Colorado this weekend to see one of the Navy bombers that he and Matt pulled off the bottom of Lake Washington 40 years ago. It's been restored and will actually take flight with Jeff there to watch it. What? Pretty amazing. That is amazing. Very, very cool. And there'll be more to come about this, but this is just breaking news as of yesterday that they've identified this wreck that's been unknown for 117 years. Are they going to pull it up? 
No, no, it's it's okay. a it's a gravesite. It's it's just yeah. it's all covered with sea anemones and stuff, and it's just it's it, they don't want it to, anyone to disturb it. They want to just take photos mm-hmm. of it and kind of document it, but not disturb it. Okay, that's yeah. How many ships do you think are at the bottom of Lake Washington or Elliott oh, Bay? Hundreds, thousands, really? yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, the boating was maritime travel is always been very dangerous, right? Especially wooden boats, and especially when they didn't really have radar or didn't mm-hmm. have any way to keep track of things in the dark and stuff. So yeah, it's, this is. It's everything is a it's a it's a maritime graveyard everywhere you look. Wow, I had no idea. Thank you, Felix. He joins us every Friday for All Over the Map. And Ted, what is your traffic headline? Well, we've got a couple of crashes to report. One on 405, one on the Valley Freeway. I'll tell you about it in just a few moments. You're listening to Seattle's Morning News. The opening bell.